I'm Balonius Francine Marconi, and I'm joined, as always, by the man who taught me how to Dougie, Eddie Barella. There he is right over there. You Hello. Remember, remember that? You guys remember uh, I was like, hey, what's this new uh, hip thing that the kids are doing? And you're like, oh, that's the Dougie. And then you taught me that little dance back in the oh, day. Oh, yes. Because I was uh, going to go to a beautiful dance. I was getting ready to go to a wedding, and I needed to show off a little bit. And you were like. I don't like how it's expected that you dance at a wedding. I, I don't. I don't dance, and uh, they 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 cart everybody out there for the reception, and they have yeah. all this peer pressure, and uh, they have a DJ and a dance floor, and no, if, you, if you're there with a date, there's pressure. No, just leave me alone. And and no, you know, no dancing. My mother, yeah. oh, and the the name Mood Killers came uh, derived from this exact thing. My mother will always tell me at like a wedding that I attend when the family's involved. That uh, because I won't get up and dance, that I'm a dud, and so basically, oh yeah, yeah, people. That's part of the peer pressure. Everybody is pressuring you, even your your mother, your grandmother. Everyone wants to get on. So what I started to do is I go to weddings with crutches now. <laughs> but but so I I thought, leave me alone. Well, you know, I I'm a mood killer, and Eddie is the same. So we're mood killers, and that makes sense now. You know, like because because we won't dance at weddings. We won't just play. Here's the thing is I just don't assimilate with most things. I don't just say yes. I don't just follow along. If it's an occasion, like say if you had a daughter, Eddie, right? And she was getting married and she wanted you to dance with her for the father-daughter dance thing, whatever. Okay, go right ahead. But I don't have a daughter. I don't need to get up there and make an idiot out of myself. I do enough of that in my life. So uh, can I just sit down and not be uh, the center of the focus or anybody eyeballing me. I like that mm -hmm. better, you know. I know. So, I know. Yeah, I don't. I'm like I'm with you. I don't. I don't go to weddings on because I'd rather go to the divorce party. I'm never invited to those. Those are fun. Yeah, I'd rather give. I mean, there's gifts. a lot of crying involved, but the know. gifts are a lot more fun too at the divorce party. <laughs> you get to yeah. bring whatever you want. Um, That's right, Eddie. We got a show today. Uh, like oh, none, we do. I like almost none forgot. Of, uh, I, I, they've been saying this is the best show we've ever done and it's not even started yet really. So, uh, yeah. so why do people, here's something that really irks me. Why do people feel the need to give their reviews of Taylor Swift by starting? Now I'm not even a fan, but I have, you know, blah, 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 blah. They're always like, it's like a complice salt. Like it's, it's like they're, they think they're complimenting by telling you, Taylor Swift's great, but I wasn't a fan or I hated this person because they do that to me right. in radio. You know, people always right. come up to you uh, like, well, when I first started listening, I hated the show, you know, and backhanded now, compliments. Yeah, it's, it's just a thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I got a I got a bunch of audio on that. So I'll I'll, I'll all right. Give that to you later. Looking forward to that. That'll be fun. And uh, get ready to toss your salad <laughs> and your scrambled eggs. Oh. I'll tell you when uh, the Frasier reboot is returning. <laughs> I, I, you know what? Because everybody's know. excited about that. I know what you're talking about. Of, uh, I'll talk. I'll yeah. mention it more when we get into it. But I already uh, heard they did. He did a re. Um, he did a new version of the theme. 
<laughs> oh, I can't. Oh, I'm going to have to look that up if it's uh, available. But yeah, that's a part of the theme song, uh, Toss toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs. So, I, you know, I had to use that as a, as a They're calling again. segment. And uh, it's all part of our celebrity news segment, I Want to Be Famous. Oh, yes. I love that. We're going to go to Hollywood. All right, some people have called it Gossip Gravy. <laughs> oh, you know what? We have to change the name of it now. You always come up with great names for segments when we're live on the air. And I gotta, I gotta say, Gossip Gravy. That's what we're gonna call the celebrity news from now on. All this and more on the only show where hope goes to die. I'm not asleep. My mind is alive. Eddie, you hear that sound? That's the packaging to my favorite lesser evil popcorn snack, the Himalayan pink salt, the organic oh, ex- yeah. extra virgin coconut oil. I mean, when you- I when love you, that Himalayan, the, the sea salt. It's it, yeah. Not only is it better for you than regular salt, but it's beautiful. <laughs> and, and it's beautiful. <laughs> no, but yeah. this, these, these, this yeah. popcorn, I mean, um, when I ordered this, by the way, I, it said, I can't remember what it said, the, the size was, but I expected like a little pack, and I got a ginormous package of lesser evil popcorn. It's a premium quality, minimally processed popcorn, and uh, I would eat some right now, but when you're speaking, it's probably the worst time to eat popcorn. It's the only time I'm right. not eating popcorn is when I have to talk. So <laughs> I love popcorn as a snack, though. It's high in protein, and oh. as far as snacking goes, it's really one of the healthier options. And uh, once yeah. you get on that popcorn train, you'll never get off. And the ingredients are simple. It's organic, non-GMO popcorn, organic, extra virgin coconut oil, and Himalayan salt. That's it. So uh, What if- more do you need in life? There you go. Those, and- are, those are the ingredients to prosperity. And that, that's right. Lesser Evil has so many great snacks, too. Go to lesserevil.com. Eddie, make sure and follow us on Instagram. I mean, I know you follow Mood Killers on Instagram, but I'm talking to the audience, of course, at Mood Killers. Um, we post there all the time. And the thing that's fun is we post clips from the show to remind you if you're, you know, maybe you don't listen to the podcast regularly. I get it. People get busy. It will remind you to like, oh, yeah, they've got new episodes out every day. And you might hear one and you go, oh, I want to, I missed that one. And the best part is we always have a link in our bio that allows you to listen to our YouTube channel, which has the latest episode right there at uh, Mood Killers on Instagram. So make sure and follow us and, um, you know, have fun. Reach out to us. We always like that. Reach out and touch us. Eddie, something that's really bugs me. I don't know. People annoy me a lot, as they do you, I know. But I don't understand why when people talk about Taylor Swift, they always feel like they need to, you know, wax poetic when it comes to telling you their opinion about Taylor Swift. And I've never heard this from any other artist. Like, nobody goes, you know, I'm not even a fan of Dolly Parton, but, you know, I went to Dollywood. And man, she bowled me over. Or they don't say, you know, I wasn't even a fan of this popular thing. I hated it, in fact. But then right. I watched it one time, and wow. So they yeah. always they feel like they need to I, tell I, you I, they it, hated it. It's because, you know, Taylor Swift is a strong, independent woman. She's very successful. She's good-looking. She's talented. And that's threatening to a lot of people. 
And for some reason, they're automatically in competition with her, just listening to her music or looking at her or seeing her uh, on stage. And uh, then they fall in love with her, and they're like, wait, I thought I was supposed to hate this person. I thought, because people in their heads, I think everybody thinks that they are famous, or maybe someday they'll be famous, yeah. or they're more talented, or maybe they miss their calling. But, you know, right now they're they're pumping gas, but, you know, they should have been there with the, on stage like Taylor Swift, but no, Taylor Swift is there. So they got to try to knock these people down because they're failures in their own lives. But just just enjoy the music. Emily Ratajkowski was on a podcast yeah. talking about uh, how she wasn't a fan of Taylor Swift at first. Um, like Taylor Swift is a great example for me. I know you know her and I've performed with her. And like I was not a Swifty. And now I'm like, I went to her concert and I was like, this person is an incredible songwriter, yeah. an incredible performer. Yeah. And anybody who says anything else, like they have issues. No, totally. <laughs> yeah. She's a phenomenon. And so she, she's like, you know, she has to preface it by saying, I wasn't even a fan. And then I went to her show or then I listened, you know, whatever. And then there are hundreds of these people on TikTok who think we need to know their opinion. I'm not like a huge yeah. fan of Taylor Swift. I certainly don't hate her, but I'm not like a huge Swifty. So I've never been like a Taylor Swift fan. I've never been a Swifty. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. I have never been a fan of Taylor Swift. I have literally done everything in my power to not be a Taylor Swift fan. Why did I do that? I don't even know. Honestly, I just don't really get the hype behind Taylor Swift. I'm not a Taylor fan. I'm not a fan of Taylor Swift. Listen, I don't consider myself a Taylor Swift fan. I do not consider myself a Swifty. I have never willfully consumed or purchased or downloaded any of her music. I just want to say, first off, Tay-Tay, I really, I'm not a huge fan of yours, but I really respect your artistry and your hustle. I mean, can you just say you like her? I don't understand. And and all right. of those videos right there that you just heard those those people ended up telling you why they are now, why they love her now. Right. <laughs> and, of course. And and then there's this big trend too of non Taylor Swift fans, a lot of boyfriends of uh, of huge Swifties that had to give you their non-Swifty review of the show. I went to Taylor Swift's Eras Tour as a non-Swifty to see if I could find God. Writing the Taylor Swift concert as me not being a Swifty. I went to see Taylor Swift and I have some thoughts as a non-Swifty. I want to rate my experience out of 10 as a non-Swifty. <laughs> <laughs> it's so uh, annoying. Uh, people are just annoy the hell out of me. I, I don't know any other singer, songwriter, person that's done so much for the genre of of music and uh, and for the music industry in general, it's so scrutinized like that. Like nobody goes, you know, I'm not really a Bruno Mars fan, but uh, I listened to a couple of songs when I was driving around and suddenly I, I liked him and then I went to his show and oh my God, I hated right. him at first. Like what? A yeah, I, I don't know where the hate's coming from. I think it's a deep-seated thing in society, just a hatred toward women that's coming out in a weird way. I really think that's what it is. People who worship it's Satan, strange. Taylor Swift. <laughs> People who worship Satan, Taylor Swift. People who worship yeah. Satan, Taylor Swift. Yeah. And now she does have some demonic things going on in her show, so she may be a Satan worshiper, <laughs> but damn, she's talented and good-looking. Uh, she's uh, yeah. That's that's why we like her because she's good-looking. That's the, that's all only thing she has to offer. And I said talented. I yeah. said talented. She's not, talented and good-looking. Now come on, just now you sounded like the typical male that would say, "Oh, well, she's she's hot." I can't say she's hot. <laughs> she's hot. Eddie, what food is so addictive? 
that you consider it dangerous and you can't keep it in your house? Oh, yeah, ice cream. Ice cream. And Oreos. <laughs> ice cream, Oreos, Doritos. Those three things get me. Seriously? I can't do them. Yeah, it's I, junk. It's I've junk told food. you, I'm, I, I've even gone on here and gone through my refrigerator on the show. And it's ice cream is a staple in my house. I look forward to God it. God bless you. <laughs> and I can't, I, I spend way too much money on it. I do. And, and the, the pricing keeps going up because they know I'm addicted. Um, I don't do drugs. I, I barely do gummies, but I think I'm, I'm addicted to ice cream. So, yeah. uh, so is it, so you keep it on hand? Like, are you talking the actual ice cream, like ice cream, ice cream, or <laughs> that, uh, the halo top stuff, you know, they have that or those other brands that are, I've, less... I've had all of that. It just doesn't yeah. do it for me. I mean, I like it just so fine. You're, you're talking uh, straight from the cow's uh, teeth no, to your mouth. I prefer Tillamook vanilla, okay. and then I get caramel and chocolate syrups, and then okay. I do that on top, and then I have like wow. a bowl of ice cream at night. Because when I was a kid, at I, night I go to my grandma's. <laughs> what time? <laughs> I don't know what time. <laughs> at night, like, uh, like you're talking after dinner, or yeah, like after dessert? dinner, like after dinner, yeah. Uh, okay, and then, like and like before bed, yeah, in bed, I, or in bed, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, I was just so when I was a kid, my grandma used to give that to us, and uh, we would have like Hershey syrup on it, you know, and it would it was a treat. It was a, an amazing treat. And so I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the times we're in. Uh, just the world is depressing. And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't, I don't really care anymore. You know, I'm if, at least if I'm going to go out, if this is it, then I'm at least going to have some ice cream. And so, right. <laughs> but the problem is, so I, I will try to get Tillamook anytime I can, if it's not available, uh, you know, I try to get something that's kind of as close to that. And then um, I always keep like uh, ice Twix ice cream bars on hand, and then uh, also M M&M and M ice cream sandwiches. So, so you have all of these all of these variety <laughs> right now ready to go. And like you have an arsenal. Sometimes I also have um, Snickers. I rotate between Snickers and Twix ice cream bars because uh, I don't like chomping down on cold nuts. <laughs> You ever have that? Like I, I, I like yeah. Snickers ice cream bars. I think they're the greatest thing ever. But sometimes I just need a break from chomping on cold nuts, you know. So yeah. <laughs> so I go to the Twix, which is the same. It's almost the exact same thing in an ice cream bar form. It just doesn't have nuts. It has a cookie instead. <laughs> so I like that. So uh, I like sometimes so I need. The, the, so, uh, so how do you? What's the stocking uh, procedure here? Like if you're running low on one, do you make sure that uh, it's constantly filled, just, or would you move on to a different item? Or uh, every two weeks, I just uh, stock up on whatever's missing, and usually, I, I tr unless there's a sale, I usually get like one, you know, thing of like a Tillamook, like a whatever that gallon or whatever that is. Oh, I just opened up Marconi's <laughs> fridge. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and it's delicious. Come on over. <laughs> All right. Let's take a look at celebrities and what these idiots are up to. Oh. Famous. I want to be famous. 
Yeah, there is uh, one celebrity that wants to toss your salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> He's uh, returning, and he has a show coming, premiering in October. Everyone's really excited for the <sighs> Frasier revival. There are riots in the streets. Right. People can't believe uh, Kelsey wow. Grammer is going to be back on the small screen. I can't He's wait for him to pretend to be in Seattle. That's my favorite part <laughs> of that show. There's like yeah. there's like the opening scene where you see the Space Needle, and then that's the only thing that has anything to do with the Seattle area at all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, it's gonna be sad because the the dog from Frasier he passed away, so I, well, you know he's not gonna be in the series. That's oh. unfortunate. So did the dad. But, uh, the dad dropped. The dad dead died. Too. The yeah. dog died. Uh, David Hyde Pierce, I think, uh, is he is he still alive or did he drop? <laughs> he's, he's still alive, but he's okay. not he's not gonna be in it. Oh, is, his career dropped dead. That's right. So he's uh he is n- hmm not returning. So, so Jared Niles is not going to be in it. So the gr- the best parts of the show are gone, <laughs> and then just uh, Frazier and uh, Daphne yeah. maybe uh, is that it? Yeah, that's right. And that's who, right. And he had that producer on that show. She was pretty good too. I can't remember her name, but yeah. uh And I think yeah, one of the guys on there, who was the guy? That played the sports dude on the radio station. Like, he was kind of oh. annoying, but he was a, a kind of a cool person, I guess, from what I understand. And I, I just, I can't imagine with all that, like, if you're telling me David Hyde Pierce isn't involved, why even bother? You know? I know. Wasn't he, like, that was the big part of the show. But uh, the producer is returning, Roz. Roz is back. Okay, so, so Roz and not that. Daphne. Daphne was Daphne. The, Daphne was the dad's uh, live-in nurse. Or whatever it was. Well, I believe she dropped dead too. Uh, she did. So, or, no, oh, no, that that was the dog. It said the dog. Sorry, I misread. <laughs> <laughs> did you just confuse Anyways. a woman for a dog? That's not good. Excuse me. No, there's a typo here. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Kelsey Grammer. He's actually moving back to Boston. Believe it or not, everyone's Uh-oh. very excited. Oh, that's so, where Cheers was, you know. So Cheers, that's where this yeah. is where Fraser started, and uh, at that uh, Boston. Why did he uh, move bar. to Seattle in the first place? Because he got a radio show. What a Which mistake! Makes no sense at all. Like <laughs> he's mistake. just a, he's just some uh, alcoholic at this uh, bar in Boston, and suddenly he's on the radio in Seattle. That next thing you're gonna so then he gets back to Boston. <laughs> Does he go back yeah. to Cheers and try to get in there? And it's close. That, that's what I think is he's going to try to get back into Cheers. And they're not, you know, uh, maybe he's going to get, uh, maybe he'll, wouldn't that be interesting if he became the owner of Cheers? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and then Woody Harrelson's on there or something. Now, see, yeah. if you had some Ted of the Danson. people from Cheers, like Rhea Perlman or something like that, back, and it became something like a reunion show of that, that might be okay. But I can't see a whole series of no... Nile, I mean, Niles is his brother, and and they yeah. were on that show together every single episode. So how can you do a show without you know some of the main characters and the dad? I mean, the dad was really great on that show too. I know the dad was good. I mean, anything that was good about that show is not even there. I like. I don't. I don't. I'm not interested in Frasier back in Boston. What is he going to do there? Yeah, because I listened to that. Sounds stupid. Because it's going to be on Paramount Plus, from what I understand. So there's a new theme song. Yeah, he just redid the theme song, and his voice is deeper. And I think he says something about the new show at the end, like instead of "There's a new show coming." Yes, and, uh, yeah, okay. something like that. I'm like, what is oh, going okay. on? Maybe it won't be yeah. used on the show, but 
I got to imagine because here it is. Oh, mercy. This is supposedly the new one. Yeah, maybe, but I got you pegged. Dirty song. I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Frasier has re-entered the building. Yeah, that's it. Re-entered the building. Nobody, nobody watch that, please. No. Don't make it popular. Everybody cancel Paramount Plus together in unison. Enough. Unless they want to no be a thing. sponsor of the show, then then we're back. Then I love Frazier. <laughs> All right, we're taking a look at celebrity news here. Famous. With our news segment. I want to be famous. On celebrity, it is gravy gossip. Here we are. Was that what you said we should call it? Gossip this? gravy. Uh, goss- gossip gravy. It's such a good, uh, we're going to have to change it. I mean. We've been going with this other one for a while. Let's just mix it up. That's that's, that's, that's always fun. Famous gossip gravy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park is coming back to theaters. Everyone's very excited about what? this. What? Why? You mean the original? Like the... Yeah. Oh, okay. To How celebrate long? the 30th anniversary. That's why. why. So they're going to they're gonna put it in 3D. And uh, Sam Neill's back on the big screen with Laura Dern once again. Laura again. Dern is great. I don't know. Yeah. Sam Neill, he was the other guy in the movie. That wasn't uh, that was uh, uh, Doctor Grant. Okay, so yeah, the the guy, uh, yeah, like the main guy, and then of course they made five terrible sequels. Why did they do that? I I don't know. Everything's a franchise, you know. Like I don't, I don't need that. And the original is okay enough, you know. Like it makes a couple of bucks because people are dying for something. I mean, like, I think the original actually is timeless. It's a great movie. Uh, after that, though, every single one is just terrible. But how many times do you terrible. need to re-see it? Uh, that, that's not a movie that I'm like, that's hey, true. I, that's and I true. watch stuff over and over. You know that I do. I can't, I can't tell you the last time I was like, yeah, I really have a hankering for Jurassic Park. And so you know, when pe- they announced that they were going to make another movie with uh, Chris Pratt, I, I was like, they were playing Jurassic Park a lot on cable. TV yeah, channels, yeah. so I, you know, I watched it around then a couple times, or like half of it here, and then the other half another day, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It it it, uh, it holds up. Uh, but then after that, I don't know why they just could not get it right. The second one is bad. The third yeah, one, fourth one, fifth when, one, sixth one. You know, Chris yeah. Pratt was fine and everything like that. But that season, they brought in Ed Helms that just ruined it for me. Oh wait, we're talking <laughs> we're talking about the uh, Jurassic Park. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's weird because Chris Pratt. You know, was really great on The Office. Or wait, no, Parks and Rec. Was, yeah, yeah. He wasn't on The Office. <laughs> um, and and I think about him, and I, I do like him, except for there's kind of some weird stuff with him and his wife and their their child that they had, like Anna, Anna Ferris, they have together. He's yeah. a special needs kid, and he said something about him in comparison to his new kid with his new wife. Yeah. That was kind of disparaging, and it kind of put me off on him. Like it was, yeah. It was like Chris Pratt. He said something like, "Well, at least He's, this time uh, I, I got a chance to, um, you know, get a normal kid or something like that." It was like, "What?" Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, um, there were a couple times where I thought he was canceled, and then he just ends up being in billion dollar movie after billion dollar movie. He was just in that Mario movie, made a billion dollars. Oh really? Uh, the new Jurassic Park, the latest one, uh, billion dollars, and then uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, billion dollars. 
yeah, it, it, it's it's like these guys, yeah. you know, how bad is it for them? They're canceled or whatever it is, but they're still, you know, making movies and you know, like like Scooter Braun. What a douchebag that guy is. All of his clients are drop dropping him. And yeah. um it, it's rumored that Taylor Swift may be starting her own record label, and that's why all those uh, and everyone's going to go to that. Yeah. Because she, she is re-recording the 1984 album, the one that he... 1989. Excuse me. Yeah, I was thinking of the the, the book by uh, Orson <laughs> yeah. Wells. Yeah. Uh, she's going to be rewriting yeah. 1984 oh, by Orson Welles here pretty soon, and everyone's Wait. very excited. 1984, <laughs> Orson's version. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for that. He's, he's reshot wait. all the covers. It's really great. He's got them in different yeah. colors, coming out on vinyl. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I can't wait. Eddie, what is really hard to do, but shouldn't be? And I always think pretty much anything, like getting on the treadmill, is um, look. You look at it, and you're like, it's just a thing. All I got to do is get on there and walk, or jog, or you know, pick up the pace and work up a sweat for twenty to thirty minutes. But how many days have, have I looked at my, I have an elliptic, not an elliptic, yeah, an elliptical machine. I even forgot what it was. <laughs> uh, and, and I haven't been on it, you know? And I know yeah. you go to the gym with regularity. I think what it is, is once you get into it, once you break that threshold, it's a lot easier. But just yeah, then, doing then it. Then you start to crave it because there is a, I don't know, they say oh, 30 days to make it, to start right. a habit or whatever. Right. But I, I don't know if that's true. But I've you say I've been going to the gym, but I haven't really. Oh. Uh, I in the in the last uh, month or so, I've I haven't done it much. Maybe like once, twice a week, if if that. So I'm I so, have to get back into it. Too. So mad at you, Don't Eddie. I think I'm gonna bend you over my yeah. knee and turn that fat ass red now. <laughs> Need somebody. That's your trainer. Right? Like, yeah. You're like you're scared of him. You're like I can't go back. Yeah, you know I I I do like occasionally. It's, it's a lot of money, but it's a good investment if you can afford it to get a trainer, even if it's a, you know, a, a low-key one. A couple of times I've had a trainer, and it was nice because, like, they're just – you don't have to think. They're just telling you to do stuff, and you just do it, and you notice the result. And you're like, like okay, today we're going to get out and run around the track for a while. And you're like, good, this guy's just going to wear me out, and then he's going to – you know, then they, they get out the roller thing and you roll the back of your leg so your your muscles are good. And he does all this stuff. And you're like, I kind of like this. Now I'm getting addicted to it. But then you look at the bill and you're like, what? He just, he made me run. Like, <laughs> doesn't he owe me money? I don't understand. <laughs> and sometimes, I don't know about you, getting out of bed is very difficult. And not every day, but there are some days when you're just like, maybe you didn't get enough sleep. Or like, I'll sit there and start doing a, a few things if I know I have some things to do, like on social media for the show oh, yeah. or whatever. I'll take care of a few things there. Like, you know, I'll, I I like to post things on our Instagram, at Mood Killers, by the way, on Instagram. And and I'll, I have to look for videos. I mean, I to Can send I to Linda. Lay here for a second. <laughs> yeah, so to make an excuse, I'll just use, I'll just, before I get out of bed, I'll just grab my phone and look through some videos real quick. Or whatever. Bunk beds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in bunk beds. <laughs> Before you that's get a, out of your top bunk bed. That's, that's, that's why it's hard for me to get out of uh, bed in the morning because I'm always sleeping on the top bunk. I should start sleeping on the bottom one. <laughs> Could you imagine living <laughs> in one of those apartments yeah. where you, your only choice is like getting up on a ladder 
and then and you live like because have you oh, seen yeah, those it's a loft? Yeah, yeah, it's like a loft. Have, like you, you have to. And that's cool if you're like 22 at your first apartment, <laughs> but then after that, uh, can you it's, imagine it becomes like, a real hazard. Can you imagine yeah. a grandpa get a hat like, well, I gotta, I gotta climb up on the ladder. I gotta <laughs> climb up the treehouse to go to bed. And then you don't even get a ladder. You get like a rope that drops down and you have to climb it like a <laughs> <Yeah>. mountain up there. <laughs> or you get in a bucket uh, and it's a pulley and you just have to pull yourself up. Like That's how you get strong. Might, might as well yeah. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> But it is hard to get out of bed in the morning. I get it. I do the same thing. I'll lay there and I'll, I'll uh, answer email and I'll do as much as I can on my phone in bed before actually getting out yeah. of bed. I, it's hard getting out of bed. It really is. It, and like I used to be I because I always I, I, the, the thing that's really hard that I've learned and you're, you're really good about this is like you realize you don't have to respond to everything right away. And so what I do is I try to basically teach people that it's best to communicate with me for business during business hours, you know? And when it's, uh, and so unless it's somebody that is a priority or, you know, like you, when it comes to business stuff, I'll just set a timer and schedule an email to go out that, cause I'll think, you know, you think of something. The thing I hate is the fact that I'm even thinking about it. Like just get up and, email them then, you know, instead of scheduling it. But, but I'll do it like in the middle of the week, I'll go, you know, I'll, I'll schedule this for this person's busy today. I'll, I'll just send it on Monday at 8am. You know, so, so it seems like I'm not like up in the middle of the night thinking about work, but I am. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Always. It's maddening, but you know, we get to have fun. (laughs) We get to have fun for what we do. So it's not, it could be worse, but I, I hate like if you're out on a date or you're doing something like in your personal life and you think of something really good that could be done. I'm like, oh, I got to tell Eddie this. I'm like, uh, I, I'm not going to remember it. And then if, if I type it in my phone, I might as well just text it to you. But then I'm like, I don't want to bother him. And then because I, then I can't respond because I'm busy or th- then I'll just schedule an email to you. <laughs> and then. Right. Uh, you know, but I, it's still, it's, it's maddening that my brain won't shut off. I can't shut off the damn brain. Moon Killer.